Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We all love to rock out to a great drum groove, right? You know, but there are certain songs that just instantly turn you into Neil Peart or John Bonham. You know, there's those songs. And the next thing you know, the arms are flailing all around, and you've got a serious case of stank face. (laughs) Well, if you can relate, then you're going to love this week's show, because we're going to tell you all about the greatest air drum songs of all time. Stick around. Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Everybody, it is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, aka Ludini. Please check out lulombardimusic.com. Uh, we're giving away a free EP right now, <clears throat> and it's also going to give you access to our private Facebook group and my email list and a lot of cool stuff the, that you're absolutely going to love. And you get hear about new music and be alerted every time one of these crazy podcasts come through. And you know, I keep forgetting uh, to mention this, guys. But it's really important that if you like what you're doing, leave a review wherever you listen. So if you listen on Spotify, you listen on Apple, you listen on Amazon, wherever, give us a review. Um, As a, uh, I'm neglecting good uh, podcasting procedure, Mm -hmm. I'm being told, by not asking for fans to please give reviews. If you give a cool review, let us know. Send me a screenshot, and I will... Not only will I read your review on the air, I will set it to music. I'll make some riff out of it. I, you're going to love it. So give me a review, and I'll give you a riff. How's that sound? That's fun. Uh, riff for review. Uh, <laughs> Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Go to uh, lulombardimusic.com. Uh, 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 I'll do it. Where do I got to go to? What? I'll do it. Where do I got to go to? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, please uh, check out Wolf's. Wolfscustoms.online. Uh, they're, they're great guys. Chris, uh, um, uh, Chris Thunderwolf Dotson and Raven have been uh, great supporters of the show for a while now. And we really appreciate them. Uh, guys, let me know when your T-shirts get there, please. Um, so so that I know that you got them and everything. But uh, yeah, check them out. You need great uh, you know, custom artwork done on one of your musical instruments. <laughs> Wolf's Customs is the place to get it done you can send it out your stuff's in good shape i mean keith sent a drum to them you know that came back and everything it was all cool so they can work that way uh you'll get it back covid free and it'll be awesome it'll look great and you can do it on any kind of musical instrument so check it out he also kind of gives you a few extra bonuses from what i heard with that so you want to go to wolfscustoms.online speaking of wolfscustoms.online uh we've got one of their customers is one of our co-hosts Mr. Keith the Hawk Hawkins, what's up, Hockenheimer? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, what's going? What's going on? You know, it's uh, it's getting cold here in New Orleans. Believe it or not, it's probably in the it's got to be in the forties now, which is cold for here because you know you, I walk around last night to go to a rehearsal. Actually, they're still around, not gigs, but rehearsals. And 
people are dressed up like it's fucking Alaska. It's amazing. <laughs> and I'm uh, rolling in like shorts and a t-shirt because you know I, that's how I roll. Because I'm from PA, man. I can take the cold. Well, you know, it's only you know though you were kind of making a face, Lily, but. It's really only about 10 degrees colder here. Yeah, I know, but we also have 16 million pounds of snow Yeah, outside. we got a big snowstorm. <clears throat> when did that happen? Uh, today. About midnight. Yeah, it's, it's been snowing yeah. ever since. Yeah, it's supposed you, to. How much, how much you got so far? What, what, four or five inches? Something like that. Yeah. Annoying. It's annoying. I hate it's it. been going real steady, like all day. So it doesn't like all at once. You know what I mean? It's kind of been just kind of slowly building up. But so anyway, so <clears throat> I almost yeah. died in the yard. <clears throat> yeah. Also, you also get weather reports here at the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. <laughs> um, so nobody gives a crap about the weather. Lily, what's going on? Lily is wearing some beautiful. What is this? A shawl? Oh, this is my kimono. Kimono. Yes, my leopard kimono. Nice. Yes. <laughs> um, I. Went to a fun show at Rinky Dinks over the weekend on Saturday to go see Rough Creek. I'm not super into country. I do like Rough Creek, though. And I ran into Pittsburgh legend Donnie Iris sitting at the table right next to me. So we uh, sat there and talked for a minute, got a picture, and we enjoyed the show all together. Get out of town. (laughs) I swear. Good times. I got a picture with him. (laughs) What was he doing there just to hang out? He was there hanging out watching the show. Just chilling with his lady. (laughs) Very good. Uh, um, I just so everybody knows, I'm just going to say it again. We're having technical difficulties with the inner circle group. Um, I'm getting texts from people. Um, go over to uh, facebook.com backslash rock rage live and you'll be able to hang out with us. Um, tech, not technical guilties, technical difficulties. Diff- um, also, Chris said he got the shirts. So. Oh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I ran an impromptu contest. Just real quick through email, just to see if people were paying attention. Uh. <clears throat> <laughs> Sent out a couple of T-shirts. So, um, anyways, guys, uh, we're gonna be ta- we're talking about you know <laughs> air drum, right? There's air guitar. We will have to do an air bass thing. I don't, is that a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. We'll have to do an air bass thing, maybe in the spring. Can we do air Come triangle? Up. No. Cowbell. Um. So, anyways, it's a joke. <laughs> We could so, so air drums. So there are songs, right? And we're going to talk about some of them. I know a lot of you are probably, you know, yelling at the at your whatever you're listening to this on right now. You know, you know, you know, whatever you're yelling. Sick. So we're going to be, you know, we're going to be talking about your favorites. I promise. And it's just some ones maybe you didn't realize too, and just some of the ones that kind of get us going that we enjoy uh, jamming out to. So uh, this is what we're doing. And who uh, who wants to start? Who's ready I'll to go? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Always, you know, we always go ladies first, man. You all, know right, what I mean? all right, all right. I, that means, you're such that a means Lou. Go ahead, go ahead, Lou. <laughs> he means me. <laughs> um, just to preface this whole thing and my whole research of air drumming, um, I learned a little bit about drum patterns because I didn't realize that was a thing because I am not a musician. And um, for a song to be air drummed often, the pattern needs to be powerful and memorable. So that is a thing. I just air drum to things that I air drum to, okay. which is the typical songs that everybody will probably have on their list. But I learned a little bit today while doing my research. So with that, I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to go with Aerosmith's Walk This Way first. Oh, good one. Originally released as a single from Toys in the Attic, and then, of course, in 75, and then, of course, re-released in, um, what was that, 90-something by Run DMC. Um, 
it helped the band break into mainstream and later revive their career. This is one of the ones I do in the car. I'm a car performer while it like lights and stuff. So that's the one I air drum to. Um, to get the specifics, which I don't even know what any of this means, it starts out with a memorable two-measure drum beat by Joey Kramer. And he was actually asked to just lay down something flat and groove on the drums. So that's how they come about I with that. I absolutely love that intro. I yeah. think it's coolest. You know, all it's memorable. So that's one <clears throat> of the Keith, ones I do. As our resident drummer, do you, would you like to comment on uh, "Walk This Way"? It's not on my list, but I mean, it's a memorable intro for sure. Uh, it's probably one of those ones that I think that I would purposely, when I was giving lessons in Pittsburgh, I would purposely show like most kids that right out of the gate because I think it's a, a song that probably everybody knows, and it also has what they call syncopation in it, where you actually have to play the bass drum separate from the hi-hat, so you get a little syncopation going on. So it's like a little off-the-beat bass drum pattern. So it's something I think could challenge a beginner player, and I think it's a memorable uh, drum groove, and it's uh, it's infectious, man. That's probably one I didn't, probably didn't think of, and it obviously was made even twice famous by the Run DMC version, too. So Sort of revived their career there that was going in the yeah. paper. <laughs> My cocaine's a hell of a drug. All right, legit. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to? What since you're already sitting there, uh, jaw jacking, Mr. Hawkins? Is there a, a drum groove you would like to talk about? An air drum groove? I don't. I'm going to start with uh, something like we're going to say that it's going to be air drum for beginners. So we're going to start with a classic anthem, but I want everybody can gravitate towards. And it's We Will Rock You by Queen. I mean, it's just something everybody can just get that, you know, that three, it's three notes, boom, boom, crack. That's all it is. It's just, that's all it is. I mean, it's, everybody can do that one. So just everybody drum along. And it's just, a, it's an anthem song. And it's, you know, it's one that just kind of stands the test of time. You always hear it at sporting events or concerts or whatever have you. And everybody Make knows fun. it. And yep. everybody participates. <laughs> That's a, well. That there isn't much to that song, other than the vocal. No, no. You know just that I mean? until it's that, that carries the whole song. It's very cool. Just that, just that beat the whole freaking way through, and then it's a guitar bust in, and Brian May does this thing for just a short amount of time. Then it goes into "We Are the Champions." So it's just one of them songs that I think is just a, a great classic track. It's easy to gravitate towards with the rhythm. The simple rhythm being played, and it's one that I think everybody can air drum to and have a good time with. So we'll start with that one. That's air drumming for beginners, 101. That was on my list. There you go. It was on your list. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna pick one that. Um, I'm gonna pick one that. I don't know how many songs here are sort of that people hit the hi hat with. But that's what everybody does. When the riff kicks in and this goes, and this is War Pigs by Black Sabbath. That is also And it's funny. People just want to, like, hit that hi-hat, you know, along with Bill Ward. You just can't help yourself. When the song comes on, You all of a sudden you're playing a hi-hat. You don't know how to play any other drum, but you can play the damn hi-hat to that. Um and it's really cool. Like I now, and I don't know. And I, I'm sorry. I don't know this for sure. But it seems like the kind of thing a band would do because there's these long breaks. 
between the band, you know, the band has to just kick in on these certain beats, and it seems like a ba- something the band would say hey, to the drummer, hey, can you play something so that we don't get all jacked up here and miss our cues? So, you know, so it's just like something that, like, Bill Ward probably put in there to keep them together so they would know after so many that the, you know, the 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 guitar and bass would kick. And it turned out to be like a huge part of the song. It's like really important. It's loud in the mix. I mean, it's not like something that's like oh, buried, yeah, I mean, you know, that, it's like right yeah, out there. The, yeah, the timing the timing cue is the hi hat lift. It's the way he opens it. And then as soon as that open comes, you know you're back to the one and you're hitting that just two more that's staccato. Right. Hits. I did that's do it in the band and that's what we did. We'd listen for that the hi hat to open. Once you hear that hi hat opening and that hi hat bark or opening and lift, whatever you want to call it, it's coming right back into the the two choke beats in the beginning of the beat so that's one once you listen to that all he's playing is that straight tempo then all of a sudden when he hits that lift you're going right to the top again so yeah i think that song actually goes from you you know keeping that steady time going through but then there's so many freaking fills in that song that you can just do that's that's the whole song you can just go through it that is a really good point too it does have great fills i mean there's fills all over that song i mean he just basically I think they just said Bill just overplayed the entire time, and that's what he did. <laughs> um, it is a uh, just an absolute uh, <clears throat> classic uh, song by the band, of course, Black Sabbath. Uh, the original title of War Pigs was Wall Purges. Uh huh. Dealing with witches, Wall Purges is sort <coughs> of like Christmas for Satanists. Oh. <laughs> um, that's interesting. But uh, you know, they Geezer Butler said that he felt that um, uh, war was like the really big Satan. So uh, it kind of got modified. It wasn't about politics or government or anything. It was evil itself. So I was saying generals gathered in their masses, just like witches at black masses, to make an analogy. But when we brought it to the record company, they thought a uh, wall purges sounded too satanic. And that's when we turned it into War Pigs. Yeah, I like the I like the War Pigs name. That is, I don't think I would like it. That, that other like, one is a little too complex for me. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> There's so, not a real ring to it, if you know what I mean. Great song from the uh, nineteen. Uh, it's the opening track of the 1970 album Paranoid. Great. Good stuff. Good song. Classic yep. metal. Yep. Yep. Uh, go ahead, Lily. Um, I also have on my list that I perform in my car because that's what I do. Golden Earrings, Radar Love, um, released uh, 1973 on Moontan. Um, the intro alone, it's uh, super catchy. Snare drum uh, sort of sets the pace. And then they do um, uh, what I read <laughs> was the drum beat is doubled to give the impression that the tempo has speed sped up in the song. I don't know. Is that a thing? Sure. I guess, but this is one of the ones I do. I think it's catchy, hooky, unmistakable. People know it. So, yeah. You want to talk That's another about one I Rob probably wouldn't have thought of, but I mean, yeah, it's got that, it's almost like a little train beat going on. It's a little swung, more swung than I guess a country train beat would be. It's, It's got a, there's different, there's some cool versions of it out there. Um, I think that uh, you could actually, in that song too, not only do you get the, the cool intro, you get a nice little break in the middle and an actual drum break too, and several versions I've heard. Not only Golden Earring, White Lion is not a version with a, like a really cool drum break in it. Uh, it's got like a, it's got like a jazzy outro that comes in and it does switch to like you know more of a 
double time feel at the end and gives it that lift we'll call it so it has a uh, a whole smorgasbord of dynamics and that's all we'll go for it then um <clears throat> i had it confused with um the other golden earring song the other one Twilight 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 Zone? Zone? Oh. yeah <laughs> yeah huh. i was like you were saying radar love but i was thinking twilight mm. zone you had a look of confusion on yeah, your face I was there like, for a second. Oh, okay. Now I get. <laughs> I mean, sometimes yeah. I don't. I ask myself the same question in that song: "Is where am I to go now that I've gone too far?" <laughs> nice. That is a legit question. That is a good question. <clears throat> okay, I guys, I apologize. Um, I had. Uh, you drinking that I cough got, syrup again? Yeah, I got. I was drinking a cough syrup and. Uh, I didn't know syrup and coffee would taste so good. I'm just kidding. Um, you know what that's from? <laughs> no. It's from Elf. <coughs> Elf. Al- not Elf. 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 Somebody's trying to get in. We're being invaded. It's a kitty cat. Probably. Um, uh, good. It's Kevin, probably. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Kevin. Where's he been? What do you got? What do you got, Keith? What do you want to talk about? What's the next I'm gonna one? I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, one that's not really... Uh, probably on everybody's rocker list but this one can't be denied i mean it's a drummer's drummer song it's one of the ones that put drumming like probably in a pop sensibility on the map it wasn't like you know in a in a jazz sense which is you know could be a huge you know that could cover a whole freaking a whole other topic there because there's a ton of like great jazz intros drum wise but uh this one has more of a surf rock feel and it's the Safari's Wipeout because oh, Wipeout oh, yeah. is just one of the songs that just I think everybody can gravitate towards. Even if you don't, I mean, it's a simple pattern, but it's just one of them ones that just goes and it played over and over again. And it's like ones you hear like at well, again you hear at venues being played at concerts or you know sporting events or whatever. And it's a song that I think has stood the test of time, and it just kind of has that like cool vibe to it. Definitely is surfer groove going on but the, the break in the song is you know it's iconic i mean like i said it doesn't have to be complex to be cool so anybody that thinks that is a jackass <laughs> wow you could quote me on that <clears throat> all right i guess it's my turn Please. i have so many good ones here i hope that don't steal somebody's thunder you're gonna because you already stole one of mine okay but i'm gonna put down i'm gonna say this one and maybe keith can chime in on this too because i think it's i think it's the one keith probably really likes um uh it, this was the second single from paul simon's fourth studio album still crazy after all these years released on columbia records backing vocals on the single were performed by patty austin valerie simpson and phoebe snow Song features a recognizable repeated drum riff performed by one of the greatest drummers in the world. Uh, I'm sure Hawk would agree. Steve Gadd. Uh, one of uh, this is one of Simon's most popular singles. Fifty Ways was released in 1975. Began to see chart success within the new year. Became Simon's sole number one hit as a solo artist on the Billboard Hot 100 in the United States. And was his highest position in France, where it peaked at number two. Elsewhere, the song was the top 20 Canada, New Zealand, etc. Single certified gold by the Record Industry Association of America, denoting sales of over one million copies. And right, Keith, isn't that the, is it when somebody says, uh, hey, can we check the drums, please? Isn't that the very uh, uh, popular beat for drummers to play? Yeah, and most of them massacre the shit out of it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, uh, the, the, the fact is, that, I mean, all kidding aside, 
Steve Gadd is probably one of my Mount Rushmore drummers, uh, if I had to pick. Uh, he's influenced, you know, every style of music there is. He's played every goddamn style of music. He's an amazing player. But I think what gets Steve uh, his the more, you know, the, the recognition and attention he deserves is his touch on the drums. No matter who plays that groove, it doesn't sound like Steve Gadd. You cannot do it. That that sound of that drum groove cannot be replicated. I don't give a shit who you are. It's not going to be replicated unless you're Steve. You have to play it very soft, and he does very little cool, intricate things. Now, the story behind that that drum groove goes that it was actually an accident. This is what I read years ago, where he was just having trouble. Paul Simon didn't really know what he wanted for the song, so Steve was just messing around between takes, and he did something, and it was ended up being that beat, and Paul Simon was like, whatever that is, do that, and they kind of just morphed it into the thing, which is, it's to this day, it's, I mean, it's the probably a top two iconic <laughs> drum grooves of all time. I mean, you could say a lot of other ones, but I mean, it's, it's in there in the mix with whatever else. And the cool thing about that song is you don't have to be this like metal head rocker dude that you might be listening to the show. It's that one just transcends everybody. It just goes and goes and goes. If you, I mean, if you're a drummer, you're going to love it. The person that's not a drummer, most people aren't drummers. So they want to be, but you know, it's not, it's not for everybody. It's pain. It's hell, but we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> But the intricacy right. of that, of just that whole thing is where, like I said, Steve Gadd's brilliance is just like sometimes just that just amazing, just that flows out of people sometimes. And it's just there are certain drummers that just have that touch and feel that he has. And that's like I said, it's not going to be replicated. And it's it's but it's still up there with any iconic drum groove. It's and it's. I don't know. It's legendary, man. What can I say? It's, I'm getting choked up. Oh, oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's give let's give Keith a little break. Let's go. Let's go back to Lily. Lily, I'm gonna do a in her uh, kimono in my ki- her kimono dragon. No, this is actually uh, leopard skin. Yes, it's a leopard, but it's kimono. not made from a real leopard. No, it's made from probably cotton. I don't know. It's I'm got pockets want- though. Cotton eye gel. It's got pockets. That's my. I favorite. want her to strong. Pockets. I like having pockets on my kimono. It's pockets. Anyway. It's got it all in a pocket. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, speaking of British, I'm going to go with uh, an obvious one, uh, Iron Maiden's Run to the Hills. Good one. It's on my list, too. It's also a car performing song. Uh, you shouldn't really drive your car really fast and drum at the same time. It's really a bad idea. That's also one of my car fast driving car songs. Um, We're going to count. By the way, <laughs> just real quick to clarify with everybody, if you're a steering wheel tapper, it's the same thing. Legit. Okay. (laughs) Um, So a lot of people think this is like just an intro air drumming song. I think it's a whole song air drumming song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole time. Because Clive Burr is just like, he's literally a beast on this song. (laughs) Number of beasts. He's literally a beast on this song the whole way through. And I do the whole thing the whole way through, even though I am not a drummer. And I'm sure I'm botching the hell out of this song. But I don't really care because who's watching me? Nobody. Exactly. So, yeah. 1982. Their first single, and Bruce, my boy, is on vocals for the first time. First single, so yay! I'm, I'm yeah. actually impressed that you knew it was Clyde Byrne on not Nicky McBrain. Very good. <laughs> I know my Iron Maiden. Hey, that's good, man. Hey, I'm not Iron on, Like I said, sometimes people just just they get on this thing where it's like Iron Maiden, and they just say, "Oh, that's got to be Nicky McBrain," but it's not. Yeah, he's that's one of my bands. So. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was, to be honest with you, there was a time in my life where I thought Iron Maiden was the cat's meow, man. <laughs> I have an obsession with that band. They're great. I mean, Why I like. Just marry I, them, I, and Keith. Okay, just marry them. I, I, what's that? Just marry Iron Maiden then, if you love them too much. I don't want to do that. I'm not gay. <laughs> not it's the wrong, wrong with that. gender for him. <laughs> hey, man! Not in today's world. You can marry whoever you want. <laughs> Pretty sure Keith's well, into women. I got enough. I got enough. One's enough, man. Trust me, because that's <laughs> it's a fucking handful. <laughs> Trust me. Are you in a different room tonight? She's not even here. Okay. <laughs> Because she usually comes home. She works later now. She has to. She started another job, and she's like the closer now. I'm glad you're like putting her to work, man. Good for you. I respect. She that. always Samantha's always worked, man. She can't sit around. You know that, like for a time there when COVID first hit and we weren't either one of us weren't working. Swords were out, man. Was she learning swords her, were out. Was she losing her mind? Because I'm losing my mind only being part time. Yeah, it sucks. And I don't like. I said I unfortunately hate to be the bearer of bad news. I just don't know if it's going to get any better anytime soon. No, legit. Um. So what's what's next on your list, Keith? You talking to me? I'm talking, talking to, to you, you, huh? All right. Let me see here. Uh, Pick something good. <clears throat> don't do something. Don't do any BS. Learn something good. Uh, no, Stanley Dan tonight. Um, <laughs> All right, another simple one, but I think that everybody gravitate gravitate towards this one too. Back in black, if you can't oh, air yeah. drum to that shit, that shit is just that's so simple, but so pocket oriented. Phil Rudd sounds amazing on that record. Uh, it's just one of those. It's it, to me, it's one of my like personal favorite drummer because there's an art to that kind of playing, and I think that everybody can just go just tap that hi hat intro, and then once that comes in, that uh, uh, you can just jam your ass off to that. And you can also, you know, most, if not all, ACDC songs have that simple pocket kind of feel. And I think that once you can get the hang of that that simplicity like that, you could probably air drum to every ACDC song if you want. Well, I definitely see people air drumming to Back in Black. I've definitely seen that many times. And I uh, think maybe sure. because it starts with the drums. You know, it starts with that hi-hat, yeah. and it's very prominent, yeah. and it's not, <clears throat> again, it's not something they bury. They put it, like, right out there, you know? So, no, like I said, any any friggin' monkey can sit there and just tap out that, you know, that, that eight count. So it's when it comes in, it's, but when it comes it's just, that's a song that instantaneously, as soon as you hear it, I mean, as soon as that hi-hat comes in, you're like, well, what's going to happen here? And once, once that hits and that riff comes in, you're like, oh, shit. So, yeah, it's one of them, it's a timeless track. It's a great wow. album, and I think that, you know, He's a great drummer. I mean, it's it's like I said, it, there's an art to playing like that. It's an art that I don't really paint with, but I mean, it's you know, it's it's something that I think that is very like I, there's something about it I have to respect because I wouldn't want to play like that. I don't, but I think that it's that simplicity is just amazing. That just be that restrain to play hardly anything, just make a statement. Still, that's uh, hard to do. The next one on my list is uh, gonna got me getting away from simple, but this is the only drum solo that this drummer ever recorded, um, and it is a very short solo, but it's very very memorable. In fact, it's so good and so uncharacteristic of this drummer that many people thought that the bass player who sometimes played drums in this band actually played this drum solo, but it is not. It is the one and only Ringo Starr, and that is the drum solo on the end. Um, it is 
Is that Ringo? It's very cool. That is Ringo. And it's very cool. And you know it, like, because the end is such a cool song. And there's a drum solo, like, right at the beginning of it. And you find yourself, because he keeps that that kick drum. Boom, 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 boom. You know, he does those little, just, and it's very, it's not real involved, but you find yourself with your hands. Um, it, it, you want to go out, next thing you know, you want to go out and, you know, buy a kit and just try yeah. Play, play it. Yeah, it's very and it's very joyful. The song is kind of even though the song's called the end, it has a kind of very kind of joyful sound to it. And the drum solo is this, gives it this really kind of like super fun uh, feel to it. Also, on a more technical note, Ringo's drums on that sound really really cool. The drums are all tuned kind of loose and very ringy. Um, which was different than what they had been. When well, most of the records, they have that kind of deadened sound that uh, you know, with all the um, uh, uh, dampening, they would put this. That's tiles, man. Yeah, they would do all that. And on not on this, if you listen, all the drums have got even the, the bass drum is boom, 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 has a real nice ring to it. And now, now it's almost in, but not quite. Just because of that, has almost that kind of John Bonham kind of sound with the kind of bigger, kind of boomier kind of drums. Um, so, which is really cool. It's, like I said, it's a little uncharacteristic. It's uncharacteristic for Ringo, and it's uncharacteristic for the Beatles, and it's the last song on their last album. <laughs> and it's called yeah. The End. And yeah. it's, it's like, it, 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 very, very fitting. Ringo was going out with a bang. So. Yep, he did. He went out with a bang. Literally. So, so it's very cool. And if you haven't listened to it in a while, check it out. I heard it a few times over the weekend on, uh, on the Beatles station on Sirius. It's very cool. What do you got, Lily? Uh, I'm going to go with Pantera's Walk. Uh, from Vulgar Display of Power, 1993. Um, Vinnie Paul uh, on the toms and the... Uh, rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. Uh, basic backbeat on the hats. Uh, I think this song is powerful with the drums, so I feel like this is a good air drumming song. Didn't do that till today when I listened to it, but I, I could see me no, doing it like all the time. Absolutely, I've air drummed to this many times. It's almost impossible not to air drum to this. The, the guitar riff's very simple. And the bass riff is very simple. But that the way those drums are, man, like you know, it's a super just in your face song. I mean, you're just like doing the whole thing, man. I definitely air drum to that. I always have. <laughs> I think that's a badass song. I think it's a good choice. Yeah, well, once once you like start to break down what he's doing, I mean, he just basically plays a simple like quarter note one, two, three, four. That's what makes that shit so big and heavy sounding. There's the two things in metal you get away with. You can play a big fat quarter note on a cymbal. No matter what it is, or like play a halftime beat, that shit becomes instantly heavier. You don't have to even be a metal band. You can play. You play in halftime, or put a big sloshy quarter note up there on a hi hat or a china or anything. All of a sudden, you're 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 getting heads bobbing. I'm telling you, that's the way it rolls. Um, what's next on your list, Keith? We're gonna talk about Mr. Bonzo. We can we could probably do a whole freaking chapter on that. I, I have it on gonna, my list. But I'll let you bring it up. It might not be the same one. I mean, you're going to have to go with When a Levy Breaks because When a Levy Breaks is the, probably the greatest rock drum group of all that. time. <laughs> you can also that. go with, you know, even though it's just an intro, an intro to rock and roll, you people, you know, you see people going along to Cashmere's great. I mean, you could do a whole freaking. There's a whole know, podcast on this drummer. Yeah, there's a whole podcast. <laughs> a four, I could do a four hour Bonzo thing if you want. But I, I digress. Um, this is uh, one of his. I mean, like I said, it doesn't have to be, again, it doesn't have to be technical to be awesome. That shit just sounds good. Legit. 
I, I have pr- I've said this, and I have absolute proof of it. When the Levee Breaks by Led Zeppelin is the kryptonite to every drummer. If you're, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, and I've, I, every drummer I've ever been around, and if the song comes on the radio or something, like tw- they could be in mid-sentence, whatever, it's like freeze frame. <laughs> they stop, and it's like, they, we got to have a moment of silence for this song, because it's like, and it is awesome. Wait, haven't you experienced Keith? Yeah, Keith's done it a couple of times. Oh, I've done it, yeah, I've, I've definitely lost, I could be in the middle of, you know, whatever. And well, you know, but um, <laughs> Gary Matassa was like that too, man. That's all you had to do is put on when the levee breaks, man. It could be a middle sentence, and you know, it's just not, not like that. Is it's just so awesome. It's just it, that is it's epic, dude. That is just epic. Like that's one of the most epic drum things ever. That could be the goddamn. That could be the goddamn funeral reading a eulogy or something. I'd be like, wait, hold on a minute. That shit's crazy. Just, stop. stop. Just wait Nobody one minute. Talk <laughs> when the levee breaks is playing. Um, I did. I have that on my list, and I have it a slash. And I did this on with a couple of songs. I put like a slash for a second song for like with a the second band. song or a song that was related, and I put in "Full in the Rain." Um, I see that's a lot another, of that's another one. That's, that's a that's great a one. Too. Killer groove. Um, and it's an unusual Led Zeppelin song from a very unusual Led Zeppelin album. Um, and t- uh, John Paul Jones is really featured really great, really, really prominently on that record with, with his piano playing. Yeah. The song, right? A lot of those riffs are more John Paul Jones. But Jimmy Page does come in with an ass- absolute guitar solo uh, playing the MXR Blue Box, which was a brand new effect at that time that nobody had used yet. And, uh, you know, he was a real innovator. And so everything about the song is great. But, yeah, uh, Bonzo's drum beat on that is absolutely amazing. Uh, who's next, me? Pulling out the party shuffle on that. Yeah. I'm that gonna... is definitely R&B influence that he listened to, like, a lot of different kinds of music. That yeah. R&B influence from Bernard yeah, Purdy. Yeah. The party shuffle, yeah. Well, we could yeah. talk about the... Um, well, we'll get into that in a little while. What do you got, Lily? I got Van Halen's Hot for Teacher. Oh, yeah. On uh, 1984. I mean, the 30-second intro alone, you could go ahead and just drum solo that whole thing. So it's a fun pattern. Um, so I'm told, and hence the reason it is air-drummed. <laughs> it's a fun song anyway, though. Um, you know, again, the Beatles started out with in, in the end with the drum solo, and Van Halen starts out Hot for Teacher, with drum, and both have this very up, fun Kind of feel to it. Very cool. Good stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely an iconic uh, intro. I think it would definitely it would make my list. I think that uh, it's it, not only is the you know the uh, the beginning song great. I mean, it's you know definitely a studio vibe going on there. There's some like there's some like you know I've seen some clips of them playing it live. Hey, hey, seen some clips of playing it live, and he kind of has this. Gotta strip it down a little bit more. I think that um, what people miss in the whole like vibe of that song is where when it actually does kick in, he's doing what they call a shuffle beat, and the thing is clocked to like two fifty, two sixty beats per minute. That's pretty impressive. So I mean, that's just, but it's like I said, it's definitely an iconic groove. I think that every drummer probably should give it a whack once in a while. So you know, just to just to try it, you know, and just see where it takes you. Yeah, I mean, again, that song—you're not going to make that song sound like that. There's a lot of like things going on where they're doing a lot of. There's all kinds of other stuff going on. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but it's just—it's awesome, and I think that he's—it's probably his like, it's his swan song, you know. It's just something that, 
you know, because Eddie obviously, you know, overtook the band, and Eddie was the focal point of the band. But I mean, and his guitar playing is, you know, right. Always, always gonna be iconic. But Alice got his moment there, man. Yeah, where, no, you know, no, I was, totally agree. What would you? He wasn't you... playing a backbeat there. He was just, he was actually throwing down some shit. So. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, very cool. Uh, and and it was a huge pop hit and giant video on MTV. So. Who says you can't get good music out there when you try? What do you got? What's on your? What's next, Keith? What do you got on your list? I'm gonna go um, with a one of the probably great bands of all time, and I think a band that started out in the '80s. And this is a fairly early song for them. And I think that once you hear the intro, which it does start with the drums, you just have to kind of like drum along. And it's a uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday by You Too. Mm-hmm. Larry Mullen Jr. is like nice. Two hands on a hi-hat like he likes to do at times. Got that nice broken up pattern. It's just a very cool uh, intro that I think kind of just builds the dynamics of the song. But I think that um, once again, he's known for more of a simple player, but I think he actually puts his stamp on that on that song. I think if you actually played a different groove on that song, like more something simpler than what he does, it would suck. Like that drum groove makes that freaking tune. Yeah, a good point. And it, yeah, and it starts out with a really great drum beat. Yeah, it's very iconic. It's kind of like the like the, you know um, the drum beat for uh, um, "Walk This Way" or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, as uh, soon as you hear it, you know you recognize. It's recognizable. I mean, as soon as you hear it, you know what's up. Um, on my list next, I I have so many, uh, <laughs> so many, you so do many, have so many things. There. But um. I'm going to just go ahead and talk about this one. I'm sure this is on all three of our lists. Um, but I'm just going to talk about it, and all three of us can talk about it. Okay. And I want to talk about In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Um, I have a very distinct memory of this song. And it was, I was, it was 1982, 3, 81. 81 that song. Yeah. And I was just starting to listen to music. And DVE was playing like the early Van Halen stuff and Led Zeppelin and Steppenwolf and Deep Purple and, you know, music that, you know, some more current stuff as well, you know, Journey. And all of a sudden, this thing comes on the radio. I'm like, what the hell is this? So not like all those. And it sounded nothing like anything (laughs) else. And I remember thinking, because I was really getting into music at that time, and I was paying attention to things like how things were mixed and drum sounds and stuff like that. And I remember going, like, the drums are really loud in this. Like, the other instruments are, like, kind of, they're kind of just like a background. It's like, you know, and even the DJ said, yeah, the last song there, that was uh, was that guy in the drum corner, Phil Collins from Genesis. That's his, you know, solo song, you know, and really cool. I'm like... And um, after that, that song, like, changed the sound of drums, like, the next day. Like, all of a sudden, everybody had that big gated snare. um, And drums all of a sudden became way more prominent in the mix in pop music. Like, it's like like, all all the sound engineers went, yeah, maybe we can turn the drums up a little bit more. You know, and so you got these, like, records, like, with this like really huge drum sounds for like the next ten years, um, but that was I feel like that that's really the beginning of that was that Phil Collins doing that song. It's amazing, dude. Like, what do you think of that song, Keith? I think it's one of them songs that definitely is probably number one on a lot of people's list. I see it, you know, 
that's it's so effective how the loop the program loop comes that's pretty much the entire song until that middle section comes in where actually the acoustic drums do enter then it plays throughout the, throughout the outro of the song but once you hear that fill that's such a statement that every everybody knows that shit so once once you hear that then he starts playing you know and it goes into like more of a backbeat thing. The cool thing about that song is he doesn't really even go ever to the hi hat. There's no hi hat. It just he just plays it between the kick snare. That's it. So when he does a bunch of fills, but you don't hear like a lot of hi hat rings. As you watch him play it, you could YouTube him playing a video of it and singing it. He never plays the hi hat on that song. Whoa. It just it, it just comes in. Yeah, he just comes in and just plays, and he just plays that kick snare. After that, he plays ghost notes on the snare. A lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool fills after that, but the, everybody knows that trademark fill. It's the Phil Collins fill. I mean, it's Phil, it's Phil, Phil. But it's it, like I said, it, it was cool because you knew sometimes once you heard that song too, the, the 80s also were taking on a different, like, kind of program beats compared to the acoustic thing. So that was kind of uh, mixing and matching the best of both worlds there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really. It's. I just I remember hearing those drums on. You know, when it comes into the last verse, and just being like, "What in the hell?" So, what about you? Did you want to talk about this? I'm sure it's on your list. It is. It's on my list. It is one of the most air drum songs of all time, and the anticipation up to the drum part is probably like the worst part when you're listening to it because it's like a three and a half minute freaking intro before he even does the drums, which is the part that everybody wants to do in the song. Um, <laughs> And what sort of resuscitated this song a little bit for younger people was the movie The Hangover when Mike Tyson did the drum solo, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. which was great. And then he even made all the boys wait before he, they talked to him so he could do the drum solo and at the end punch the guy in the face. But yeah, it's uh, Ozzy even called it um, the drum fill the best ever. It still sounds awesome. So Yeah, it's very cool. There's, an acoustic, there's some acoustic versions of it out there. And, and just to give the devil, just to give Phil Collins his due as a songwriter... It sounds good as an acoustic song. It's like when you take all that away and you just he just there's some versions of him just like playing the piano and singing it, and you're like, it's like it's a solid tune. It's just like yeah, I mean that's just just like you're not, yeah, you can't really. I mean, a great tune is a great tune. You can make any kind of version of the song you want if it's written well. It's gonna it's gonna basically come out any way that you can hear it. That you can there's I mean I've heard people do you know reggae versions of great songs and they still sound nothing against reggae but it's like sometimes it doesn't not everybody likes reggae or they can do a country version of a song and not everybody likes country it's just yeah. one of the things a metal a lot of metal bands do pop songs and it, not everybody likes metal it's the fact where a great song is a great song why do you think these bands cover that because they just like the song and it's some songs just a lot of people like so but again once them, it's one of them songs that Phil Collins has a particular drum sound that he's established over the years with the no heads on the, in the bottom of the toms, which is not nothing new, but then the gated sound. But that's Phil's sound. Like I said, you're not going to, unless you play that kind of kit with the open with the open bottoms, you're not going to replicate that sound completely. But, you know. What do you got? Uh, what do you, what's next? What's next? Uh <laughs> You guys won't even believe me that I have it on the list, but Rush's Tom Sawyer is on my list. Never a, heard of it. I know. I know you haven't. It's Not a fan. <laughs> you liars from hell. <laughs> it did make my list. Um, Getty Lee believes it to be their defining piece of music. Let's just be real. Neil, Neil Peart's drumming is like some of the best ever up there with up, probably higher than Bonham in some people's cases. And I'm not a fan of Rush, but this definitely made the list because... 
I do air drum to this song when I listen to it, which is not often. <laughs> it's if someone else is listening to it. And it is um, another one of the ones that are, are drummed, air drummed up there. I, with. I put YYZ, like Tom Sawyer slash YYZ. Okay. You know, same thing. You know, it's another one. I think they kind of, they like the two great tastes that taste great together. Peart's uh, patterns are just memorable. So that makes it for probably a lot of their songs are air drummed, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any kind I mean, you want to so I talk about YYZ or Tom Sawyer? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, those are both on my list, actually. You could also do it with Fly By Night. They've been a freaking commercial of a guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could do it like a lot of those songs. Anything off of like that's. You know, limelight I've seen people do. If you watch the movie Adventureland, there's a kid in that movie that yes. air drums the limelight trying to pick up chicks. Uh, so it's one of them things where I mean, definitely a guy that's going to be on the Mount Rushmore rock drummers. Uh, I don't get into the whole pissing contest of who's better than who. I can give a shit, but they're all do that. They're great. Uh, the guy that we lost this year, unfortunately, it's just one of them you know, things where once someone passes away, you kind of just start to get the old, you know, retrospect going of like, oh, man, remember this tune, remember that tune. That's another song, too, that you could actually drum groove to the, uh, you could air drum to the, the groove of the song, which is an awesome groove. And then also the middle section, which is more like the solo, where you could actually drum the shit out of that, too. So you're getting like, you know, pretty much the... Uh, the bigger, better deal, bang for your buck kind of deal there. So it's uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's, and it's great. It's a overall, it's a great song. So sometimes you pick a song and you're like, oh, the drum pattern's really cool, but the rest of the song blows. Uh, but that's in this case, that's not that's not it. And yeah. YYZ is the same way where you're you know starting with the uh, what is it, the call signal for the Toronto airport? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So. Um, so uh, let's let moving off of this. Uh, so I just let's just say Tom Sawyer slash YYZ slash Fly By Night slash Limelight slash Rush uh, slash Rush. Um, <laughs> what uh, keep, give us give us another one because it is actually your turn. Okay, let's see here. Let me hold on a minute. Hold on. I want to, hey, while Keith's doing that, real quick, dude, I want to tell you guys about Wolf's Customs. Go to wolfscustoms.online. Get yourself a custom finish on your musical instrument. You do great work. Chris Thunderwolf Dotson's a stand-up guy. He's going to take care of you. Also, please uh, go to uh, go to lulombardimusic.com if you like what you're hearing. Uh, I've got a free EP for you guys and uh, some cool stuff there. So check that out at lulombardimusic.com. And shout-out to Rock Rage Radio. Uh, Rock Rage carries the show. And we do appreciate that. We love you guys. Lily has her own show on Rock Rage. I do. So, uh, so it's a good place for uh, if you love great guitar-driven rock. Uh, you got your uh, you, we okay? You ready to go, Keith? Um, yeah, there's so many of them. I'm going to go with this one. Uh, I think this one here it was a instrumental hit, but it also had a drum solo, and it's called Frankenstein. Oh, but yeah. I think it's one of the ones that you could actually people get into that drum solo section and. I think it's one of the ones I've seen played at, once again, sporting events, concerts in between acts or whatever. And every, when it comes to that that solo breakdown, it's just, you see a lot of hands moving. So Good it's one. definitely one of those ones. And this is, uh, I think the guy that played drums on this actually died not that long ago. Rest and in peace guy. Frankenstein guy. Chuck Ruff. Chuck Ruff. Don't quote me on this. I've seen some kind of little, little bit about it, but I, just, I don't know if he died October of this year or last year, one of the two. So. Okay. 
Okay. Um, next on my list is another sort of twofer. Not because this, these songs are done by the same band, but because the drum beats are very, 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 very similar, if not completely identical. I don't want to say identical because there's a drummer in-house who will correct me if I'm wrong. But the two songs are Come On, Feel The Noise and We're Not Gonna Take It. Very, very similar drum beats that people air drum to all the time. Very cool beats. Um uh, but very, very, very similar, and I think they both beats serve the kind of the songs in the same way. They kind of create the same kind of atmosphere in both songs. So not to you know, and that is of course, come and feel the noise. The I'm thinking speaking to the Quiet Riot version, and we're not going to take it uh, as performed by Twisted Sister. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. Do you guys, you know the songs, right, Keith? Of course. Boom, 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 boom. Come on, feel I mean, that's, you know, not... and we're not gonna take it. Boom, boom, <laughs> we're not gonna take it. It's kind of the same, almost the same beat. Well, you're getting that. There's a lot more to the Twist Sister one. He's actually putting there's a cowbell in there, and he's actually playing like a like almost like a like four stroke rough thing at the end. Not to get too technical, which they call bucket of fish, which is a right left uh, right foot. If you want to be corrected. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more to the Twisted Sister one. I mean, that, that definitely the uh, they're both iconic the intros, and but the Frankie Benali Quiet Riot one is a little bit more straightforward. Basic. And the, rest in peace, Frankie. I think it's AJ Perro plays on the. Uh, Look at with, you with your drummer knowledge. You I'm must pretty know good some at that my shit. Drums, yeah. Anyways, I have those uh, on there. Cool backbeats. We're not going to take it, apparently. I've been being told now. Um, excuse me, I'm getting a message. Uh, we're not going to take it. I'm being told has uh, a cowbell in it and some additional beats. And uh, uh, that correction will be in tomorrow's edition. Thank you very much. Wow. There it is. What do you got, Lily? My last one is Slayer Raining Blood. Slayer! Because it's explosive in your face. And I mean, even though I know I screw that one up to the end of time, it's still fun to air drum. So, thank you, Dave Lombardo. <laughs> and he's got a good name. Yes, <laughs> it's close. He's a good paisan, <laughs> like Frankie Bonelli. That's right. <laughs> Other guy just passed away. What's the matter with everybody so dying? Sad. Well, they're all getting old. And I stuff. think some of the new 2020 was coming, and they were like, you know what? Out. Now nah, I'm done. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even messing with that. Neil Peart was probably smart. <laughs> probably like, it's like, I can't. This, I'm out of here. I'm out of here at the beginning. <laughs> Not even going there. Uh, you want to mention it? You got any other any others on your list, Keith? You want to hit? We're get, we got, we're down to about ten minutes. I'm, I got a ton, man, but oh yeah. My. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! One that I think is really cool is we're gonna go all uh, we get all Dave Bro on your ass. Everlong's a really really cool one. You know, it's just one of them ones where I do think Taylor Hawkins is on that track, but uh, Everlong just has a really infectious groove to it, and it's harder to play than it sounds, and it's it's pretty quick, and it's definitely has a cool fills and it's the very dynamic and you can also put you know smells like teen spirit in there the intro is cool and he bashes away that whole song that's scroll on that track any of the queens of the stone age stuff no one knows stuff like you know these are all great songs that i think that he's known for so um any of the, any of those can be air drumming classics air drum classics Okay, I got one that's probably on neither one of your lists or never thought of, and that is Train Train by Blackfoot. 
I did not put that on my that list. That has a very, people air drum to that all the time. The drums in that, the drum beat in that is very, very cool. I don't know like how technical it is or how great of a drummer that the drummer is, but that you see people doing that, you know, like kind of like thing on the snare, you know, as the song's playing. People, people air drumming to it all the time, uh, especially like a place like Rinky Dinks when it comes on the jukebox, you know, the, the, that, in that kind of place. You, you know, these like, uh, what are they, like honky tonks and places like that. Roadhouses, honky tonks, dive bars. That's, that, yeah, those people air drum to train, train all day long. What do you got, Keith? You want to throw a couple more around? I got a few more. But go ahead. We'll throw go back. Yeah, to I'm going to go out of the rock genre for a minute because, I mean, this is the most sample groove of all time, but, I mean, it's, this beat is just sick. It's probably the sickest thing I've ever heard played on the drums. It's James Brown's funky drummer with Clyde's double filled on it. That's just, just ridiculous. Probably, it should. it's so bad it should be in detention. But I mean, that's, that's it's a great, it's a great drum groove and it's just something you can I mean, the song's freaking nine minutes long and he plays the same sort of vibe the entire song. So, I mean, how his wrist stayed on or his hand didn't fall off or <laughs> the entire arm actually is <laughs> is amazing but uh that's just a just an infectious beat that just i think just stands the test of time and i think it's been sampled more than any other beat of all time so it actually was the beginning of what hip-hop would end up being beat wise i mean i think it introduced the world to what it would end up being hip-hop and that's that's why it was sampled so many times because they could just that it's so straight and just precise that you could just flow right over top of it. Proto hop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what about this one, Keith? Message in a bottle. <clears throat> I've seen people like, didn't even make that, that, that around on that, you know, when that comes yeah, on that, the radio too, you know, trying to hit all that. St- hey, nobody can hit all that Stuart Copeland stuff, but you know what I mean? It's got a really infectious groove and, and I've, you know, I find myself tapping that out on the steering wheel if it comes on the radio. Oh, for sure. And the, the, it actually didn't make my list, but I mean, it's one of my favorite bands, but it's something, like I said, it was probably a tune I really just didn't think of. There's just so many. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just. Uh, what do you got? You got another one? I, got I guess this, this, this one's kind of like that in the air and anything where it actually is a loop until it comes in the middle, then you almost just have to drum away. Which is Kenny Arnoff's breaking Jack and Diane by Melon Oh, yeah. That's, that's just an awesome break, man. It's just very, yeah, it's so dynamic. rock. Actually, that, 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 that middle section is so that's awesome. That's a good one, Keith. I totally forgot about it. Kenny, Kenny Arnoff actually told the story of he was at a some drummer festival somewhere when that album came out and he was like doing a clinic or something. And Vinny Caliuta was in the room and was like looking at him. He was like, Oh, you're the guy that then the air drum the Jack and Diane thing. So that's something that I would have been like, "Is I can go rest in peace now." That had to be the thrill of his life, right there. To have the greatest drummer of all fucking time tell you that, "Hey, you're the guy that does the boom, boom," and then he the air drum the entire thing for him. So that's pretty cool. John Melon Balls, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's that's definitely a good. One. Okay, uh, here's another one. This this drummer. I think you really, I think you respect uh, a lot. He passed away, but I have on my list "Hold the Line" slash "Rosanna" by Toto. I love me some and, Toto. Um, there, there's some, the, you know, you you definitely can drum air drum along to that all day long. Yeah, all that stuff is just iconic, man. I mean, he's such you know, one of them just one of them great group players of all time. That's just, I mean, anything he does is going to be probably just 
grooving its ass off. But I mean, you it's, see people when that kicks in, bump, 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 bump. You hear people, you see people hitting them cymbals right along with them, bump, 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 Meet you all the way. <clears throat> you know, like people are hitting that. You know, that's for sure, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What do you got? You got? got? We got. Um, I'm. We got like we can do like one, two more. I'm gonna go some. Uh, Old school hair metal on your asses right now. I believe it or not, Doctor Feelgood by Molly Crew is a great drum groove. A great drum groove. I think it's probably my favorite Tommy Lee track. I like Wild Sides, another one that's really good. All the stuff off Shout Devil's awesome, but um, it just reminds me of like being a kid trying to play along to that stuff. I mean, that's uh, I would play, try to play. Like when I first time I ever heard Red Hot, I thought it was like, oh my god, I don't know how I could ever play this. And meanwhile, you know, you break it down and it's simple at this point in your life but it's like but when he played i don't know was something about the cool syncopation between the the kick snare and hat on the intro to dr phil glitter was it this just the way the drum sounded so big on that it's track at the, yeah the intro it, is pretty yeah big. it's just a really amazing sounding track and he really sounds really good on that not on that track but the entire album i think that's one of my favorite like tommy lee moments i think that the songs maybe aren't as strong as the first two records but i think that that song, the title track of that album is pretty badass, and his drums sounded great on that recording. Did, That's just a good track, man. When we did our Motley Crue thing, we did, um, I know that Dr. Feelgood was on my list as like one of my favorite tracks by them. But hey, guys, you've been listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Um, Lily, when is your show again? Thursday night, 6 p.m. Eastern, Hot Licks with Lily Six, uh, rockrageradio.com, or download the free app, Rock Rage Radio. Rock. Rage Radio. <laughs> a couple shout-outs today, uh, birthday shout-outs. Uh, on this day in 1944, Bette Midler was born. Oh, shit. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Eric Bloom was born on the same day um, in 1944. Uh, um, that? Vocals and guitar for Blue Oyster Cult. Maybe you heard of those guys? That's why I didn't know it. Bach. Uh, this, you know this guy, speaking of drummers, John Densmore was born on this day. <laughs> Jazzy John, all right. Yep. From the, from the Doors. And here's a guy you know, another guy you know, Keith. This is the birthday, 1951. Jaco Pastorius was born on this day in 1951. Amazing uh, bass player. He's the goat, man. Yeah, I mean, did I mean known as a jazz musician, but played with people like Joni Mitchell and uh, people like that. So, like, very uh, talented dude. So, uh, yeah, that's that, that's the, that's the probably the tops when it comes to bass playing. That's that's the man. And on this day, December first, nineteen fifty-seven, Buddy Holly and the Crickets appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show, performing "That'll Be the Day" and "Peggy Sue." Oh, Pat Sam Cooke was also a guest on the same show, performing "You Send Me." Wow, to be in that audience, huh? Imagine that double bill. Just, 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 just incredible, just incredible. Uh, so, guys, thanks for hanging out with us on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, Keith, anything you want to share? I know you. I know you said you were at a rehearsal. New project coming up. We need to know about or what's going on. I got all kind of projects, man. But I'll let you know when they're coming out. Who knows when? All right, cool. What, uh, whatever, whatever the uh, law allows, you know. Whatever the law allows. 
All right, guys, and please uh, go to uh, lulombardimusic.com. It's all kind of cool stuff there. You just, I got a free EP for you. You can download and a lot of fun stuff. You get on the list, and we send out some cool music and things like that. We try to keep you entertained throughout your week. Um, you can always find us on uh, all the places, including rockrageradio.com, but you can play. We have over 600 podcasts. You can find them on Spotify, Apple Music, um, uh, we're on iHeartRadio now, Podbean, Player FM, any place you like to listen to podcasts, you can find us, and YouTube as well. So please check it out. Please leave us a review. Leave me a review. Send me a screenshot of it if you want to email me. If you sign up for, uh, uh, if you go to lulombardimusic.com, I'll get your email, and you can email me, and I can see it. But uh, send me your uh, review of the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, and I'll, 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 I'll give you a riff for a review. And you can make a ringtone out of it or do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. R for R. What was that? R for R. R for R. Riff for review. Riff, riff raff. All right, man. Anything else? You guys cool? We good? We feel good for this week? You think we a good show? I feel great. I feel like... I feel good. I feel like $100. <laughs> that's it? <laughs> I think that's as good as you're going to get, right? You're cheap. All right. All right. And on that happy <laughs> note, you guys have a great week, and we'll catch you all. On the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.